Podcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. This is Twit News Special number 397. Recorded Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. The Snapdragon Summit keynote. Twit News is brought to you by our friends at IT Pro TV, now called ACI Learning. Keep your IT team skills up with the speed of technology. Visit go.acilearning.com slash twit. Twit listeners can receive up to 65% off an IT Pro Enterprise Solution Plan after completing their form. Based on your team size, you'll receive a properly quoted discount tailored to your needs. Hello, everybody. Uh, Leo Laporte here. We're doing something we don't usually do, which is cover a keynote from Qualcomm. But in this case, we think the Snapdragon chip that they're going to announce at this event is pretty important, both for AI and, I think, to achieve parity with Apple Silicon. We are going right now to the event. It's in Hawaii. Ryan Shroud is there. He flew to Hawaii. So is Justine Zarek. And now you are, too. They're counting down. And here we go to the Snapdragon Summit. This is the keynote. And, uh, of course, it's going to be a little ad first. Snapdragon chips are used mostly in mobile devices because of their low power. They're ARM-based processors. But of late, Microsoft in particular has been interested in putting Windows on ARM. They have a version for ARM, and they have, it seems, an exclusive deal with Qualcomm for Windows on ARM devices. And I have a feeling Qualcomm would very much like to get into the desktop or computer space. Of course, they're very important in network operations centers, too, where power consumption is a big issue. So there are three really categories that Qualcomm wants to dominate. Mobile, network centers, and computing, desktop computing. Uh, oh, you saw something there that might also be a new category for them, which is virtual reality headsets. And uh, I think that's also a big part of what this announcement Please welcome be. Qualcomm's Chief Marketing Officer, Don McGuire. Well, if you weren't awake before, you're awake now. You know that video was entirely shot on Snapdragon. Every single frame. Which is pretty amazing. So stick around at the end of the show today because we're going to show you how we did it. Okay, so let's get started. First of all, aloha, and welcome to Snapdragon Summit 2023. They are in Hawaii, to which the nearly 9 a.m. 400 there. of you here in the room, and to the millions watching online from around the world, thank you so much for joining us today. Maui has become as much a part of Snapdragon Summit as Snapdragon Summit has become part of Maui. However, when we were in the early planning stages of Snapdragon of Summit 2023, we did stage, take a step back. Or else he's just excited. And we asked, is this the right time nice to return to the island? We work with local government, organizations, culturalists like Kayanoa, who you just saw, to make sure we were making decisions that were empathetic and sensitive to the people of this beautiful island. And today, Maui has welcomed us back with open arms sharing its hospitality and culture. We are honored to be here supporting recovery efforts. How many of you planted a tree? McGuire or a bush came to uh, Qualcomm. Hopefully you did. I think we did over 500. Seven years ago from Intel. Fantastic. 
working with 40 local businesses. Worked in marketing and, and Intel helping to shine as well. light on its resiliency. Well, at the same time, we're going to be showcasing extraordinary experiences that only Snapdragon can bring you. Because Snapdragon is where innovation happens first, especially now in the era of AI. Snapdragon is truly transforming how we live, work, and play. And today, I'm happy to share that Snapdragon lives in approximately 3 billion devices, spanning smartphones, XR, laptops, connected cars, and Oh, I so forgot much the car market, didn't I? Yeah. That incredible number of 3 billion enables us to position the Snapdragon brand as a growth driver for the business. Our commitment and investment in building our brand value is yielding amazing results. So let me walk you through that. And of course, Qualcomm's it starts with awareness. Chief value at first was as a proponent of CDMMA and mobile, and they own those patents. And as you know, that's average. been a source of contention. Increase many lawsuits surrounding Qualcomm's. In China alone, we have over 85% overall awareness. License fees. <laughs> but awareness is actually not enough. Very tetchy relationship with Apple, who uses them for their modems. To looking for our fireball when it comes to buying their next smart device. This is where they've also had antitrust our strength in investigations in California. Consumers both prefer Snapdragon and are more likely to buy a device powered by Snapdragon more than nine times versus competitors. And smartphone owners and are of course the FTC. 10 times more likely to recommend Snapdragon more than any other competitor. It's pretty amazing. When it comes time for a new smartphone, and let's not forget ARM, which sued them last year, is three times higher than our next competitor. And consumers are willing to pay a 16% premium over devices. A couple of years ago, Apple and Qualcomm by Snapdragon. dropped all their lawsuits. The they figured out, alone, I guess, a way to license. Grown over 12%. So bringing it all together, consumers consider Snapdragon the best-in-class processor in every price range versus the competition. We're already seeing the halo effect from our strength in smartphones. Consumers who are familiar with Snapdragon smartphones are about two times more likely to consider devices powered by Snapdragon across other product categories, including connected cars. These metrics are a testament to the strength of the Snapdragon brand. We'll and see how much of this marketing speak uh, there is, because, of course, brand, we're here for the hardware a global premium consumer. Much of what will be in this chip has already been leaked. create value for us, but also for our partners. Because we're on this marketing journey together. An important part of Snapdragon I'm marketing is, of course, the Snapdragon X Elite, which is platforms AI supporting PC But there are also processor. two additional areas we're focused on across our brand building. Unfortunately, efforts. Snapdragon processors and Forging PCs have been laggard. Windows on ARM has not been a very good performer thanks to those chips. So this will be the day that they need to demonstrate that they have something that can compete with Intel and Apple's offerings. Gaming and sports. Because passion is what connects people. And technology the elite can will enable be a four nan nanometer processor. To life. And that's where the magic happens. So we're partnering with the likes of ESL, where we've created together the world's largest third-party mobile esports league in the world, the Snapdragon Pro Series.
I want to thank our uh, sponsors, uh, ACI Learning, for making this uh, live coverage possible. As soon as they get to some technical details, we'll, <laughs> we'll get back to this. Uh, our friends at IT Pro TV, you've known for years, they're now called ACI Learning. Today's successful business leaders focus on the future. IT Pro empowers your team to create content that educates, informs, and entertains. IT Pro's completion rate on its videos, 50% better than the average in the training industry. IT Pros want to learn this way. Your enterprise, I know, is looking for cohesive, cutting-edge training. That's how you keep your team in compliance, how you keep your team ahead of the curve, how you keep your system safe. Choose an existing course. You can combine modules for a tailored solution. You can even let IT Pro custom design a course to address your specific needs. Join the always-on tech training solution, ACI Learning. Go to go.acilearning.com slash twit today. As a twit listener, you can get up to 65% off an IT Pro Enterprise Solution Plan. Uh, it's all based on the size of your team. Fill out the form. Get the quote. Go.acilearning.com slash twit. We now return to the marketing presentation on stage at the Snapdragon Summit. It's estimated at over 1.3 billion people. So I need to send a special shout out to our Snapdragon insiders who are tuning in from around the world. And we are thrilled to have 25 Snapdragon insiders joining us here in Maui. So be sure to say aloha. Aloha, Snapdragon insiders. If you're not a Snapdragon insider, don't miss out. Find Snapdragon across all the social platforms, which are listed behind me. And it's easy. Just start following. Now, over the next couple days, we're going to share more about how we're innovating in the era of AI and how we're going to take experiences you are so passionate about to the next level. We have a lot of Snapdragon goodness on the way. Hold on to your seats, people. And now, it's my pleasure to welcome on stage, you know him, you love him, Qualcomm president and CEO, Cristiano Amant. Is, is he calling in via Zoom? Oh, I see. He's backstage. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you, Don. I really appreciate it. I'm so happy to see all of you here. We've got a full house. That's very exciting. Um, we have a lot of news to share with you today. I think this is going to be a very special... Cristiano's from Brazil. Summit. And... I'm just going to get started. When we think about Snapdragon, it really sets the pace of innovation across all of our devices. But I think this is going to be the most impactful summit we had. We're going to talk about two things, at least in my presentation. We have a lot of things to tell you, but I mean, in my presentation, I want to spend time hopefully telling you about two things. One is, for almost 20 years. how are we thinking about Gen AI? I'm sure all of you have been CEO hearing two years about ago. AI and Gen AI. But we're going to show you something different. We're going to take the time to explain how Gen AI is actually going to change devices. by background, uh, which you could tell from his dress. Work with the cloud. Some of the things we've been saying for a while, before it was popular, but I'll connect it and show it to you, especially when we think about the technologies that we've been developing to get to this moment. That's one thing that I want you to take away, and I'm going to spend a little bit of time on that. The second thing I wanted to take away is uh, how we going to redefine high performance in mobile computing. It's today, this is the thing I think I'm this is going to be very a special interested. Snapdragon Summit because uh, it's also how our company is changing. Uh, 
And we've been saying that Qualcomm is, is evolving uh, from a communications company into a connected processing company. And I think today we're going to demonstrate to you what we've been busy working on. So with that, I'm going to get started. He was actually about, the guy who, who uh, kind of brought Qualcomm out of the really cell phone business era. into a much larger it's semiconductor it's business with cars and computers and and when we think industrial about applications. what that is driving, it's going to drive an impressive reality and so forth. Uh, in how we think about using those devices, the innovation. We'll change how we create, how we search, how we interact with our devices. And what is fascinating is we've seen an exponential growth in use cases. When we start thinking about the role of AI on devices, I will say about 12 months ago, we'll have people saying about one or two use cases. Now we can see hundreds of use cases. And I expect that as we get to 2024, we're going to see thousands of use cases. And the Snapdragon is playing a very central role in enabling this future. And that's what I hope to uh, take the time to explain uh, uh, to you how we're thinking about this. So we look at AI everywhere. And when we look at AI everywhere, I... I want you to look at this picture because AI started in the cloud. And we see a lot of the use cases right now. And it, a lot of those use cases actually happen, in many cases, to your phone, to your PC. I think the phone is the most connected, cloud-connected device in the world. We're, we're taking steps to make sure that's also true for your PC. And you see a lot of activity that is happening on the cloud. Then you have something in the middle, which we call hybrid AI. That's where the cloud start working with the device, and you have some of the capabilities that you have on the cloud running on the device, and it started to make uh, use of a distributing computing platform. And we see that happen with computing in general. We saw how computing started in mainframes and went to PC and to phones, and you started seeing that AI accelerated computing happen in the cloud and on devices. But then you go to the next step which is how AI is developing on the device. And AI is developing on the device in a different way that develops on the cloud. Now, I'm going to go back to about 2018. Uh, some of you remember 2018. We talk about accelerating 5G and bring uh, 5G uh, to the mobile market, which we'll be able to launch you know, in 2019. When we said about the beginning of the 5G era, we said, and if you go back to all of the Qualcomm messages, we said about 5G and AI will be what we'll see in the era of 5G. Just a little bit going back in time, when we bought broadband to mobile devices with 4G, we saw that if you have broadband, you're going to have a computer that fits in the palm of your hand, and that's how this, the smartphone started. It's your personal uh, mobile computing device. When we, and we saw that those two things develop at the same time. As 4G developers, we saw, you know, other personal uh, mobile computing developing. When we got to 5G, we said that's going to happen to AI. A lot of people didn't understand why is Qualcomm saying 5G and AI are together. And I think that's why uh, we wanted to get to this point. As, as you now have the computing capability and the development and maturity of the AI models that you can make that happen, that the cloud and the device are working together to redefine an experience, and it gets developed on the device in a very unique way. So when I say about redefining uh, the, the experience, 
I'm going to go to the next slide, and I'm going to, on purpose, I made it very provocative. Because this is, by this the way, is why you want some an engineer in your leadership, because he's clearly got an engineering focus. So, if you look about every major evolution of, of the mobile industry, it has included a significant change in the device user experience. When we started, it was about voice, and it's about making sure you have a phone that you carry with you, you can call anybody in the world, and then it went from that to text. Then we went to messaging and email. Uh, by the way, I really love my Blackberries, been to a number of those. <laughs> and then, as the 4, 4G era started, you started I to think see- Blackberry put Qualcomm on the map, actually. It's an incredible thing. It's the <laughs> largest developer platform ever created by mankind. And really redefine the modern life. But now, we're this just witnessed the beginning of a, a next transition. And it's going to be as profound, that's what we believe at Qualcomm, as the transition that we've seen with those mobile devices. So, let's get into it. So, when you look of how our devices work today, we are now very used to an app-centric world. So I'm going to walk you, um, you know how, and you're very familiar with it, right? You have the computing platform, that's, uh, that's our job, that's what Snapdragon does. On top of that, you have the operational system. Blackberry did sue yeah. Qualcomm and won a settlement yeah, of almost a billion dollars five years ago, but now they're friends. Interface and touch <laughs> one app and another app and go from one app to the other, it gets data from one app, sent to another app. And that's the app-centric word that we're accustomed to, and it's in our inseparable device. But this is changing, enabled by devices with the AI capabilities and this AI transition that we're seeing. So hopefully this will provide you an example. You know, Think the about the AI Qualcomm's now running a, pervasively really on your device. Accused of being a basis of a, a patent licensing company the with, their, with their strong and patents in cell phone technology. So this is them... I think really trying to establish themselves as a technology That's what AI leader. Is trying to do. Because the device has very unique things that is about you. And it's trying to understand what your behavior is. And that intelligence get integrated into the device, into the OS, into the applications, and into the cloud. And that starts to change how you interact with those devices. It's even over time is going to change how we think about the role of apps as well. It will change how you interface and communicate. It's going to feel natural, conversational, intuitive, personal. And this is not happening just on smartphones. It's happening on smartphones. It's happening on PCs. It's happening on cars. It's happening on a number of different devices. And it's what's exciting about this transition is think about this AI engine running in the device, interacting with the cloud. As I mentioned, you can have a, the device can go to an app on your device or since the device knows what you want, it can also go to the cloud. So we're going to now, you see how 5G and AI is going to bring everything together. Because you're going to have an app-centric uh, device. But at the same time, the device may not need all the apps. And it's going to be uh, integrated with the cloud. The AI know what you want. And it's going to work on the application on the device or the cloud. And that's going to change. Now, I know I said a lot. The easiest thing to, to do right now is to help you actually visualize this. How will you experience this that we're just talking about it? So to help you really understand and capture, uh, I want to show you a couple of examples. 
which are actually many of our partners. Some of our partners here in this room that are going to be talking to us have been developing it. It's going to be how you're going to experience some of those devices. So I'll we'll leave you with Remember, the video. Qualcomm uh, acquired a company called Nuvia, which was founded by Apple's own uh, chip designers uh, who left Apple. Apple sued. Uh, they dropped that lawsuit. Um, but this is where we expect to see the oh, Nuvia technologies in Qualcomm's like chips. And, yes, and again, and with Naomi. mobile is not where we we really want to see this. Uh, I guess he's showing Today AI capabilities. Japanese teams, including and You're going to see technologies that are, of course, very similar to Google's Pixel technologies. Pixel has its own Google AI smart processor. Google was a Qualcomm customer for a long time, but has no longer a Qualcomm customer, at least in the CPU. I think everybody uses Qualcomm radios. Sam, hope you're having a good day. Great news. We've got a bit of budget left over as we near the end of your renovation. I've got this three options. Completely meaningless. First, we can add garbage. a double sink vanity, but we'll have to reinforce the floor joists, which will add another two weeks. To All right, there's an AI summarizing this, the conversation. Based on your budget, calendar, and preferences, I recommend the full tile accent wall. Looks good. Please tell John we're going with the tie. Take me back to my trip to the Redwoods last July. Okay, taking you to Fern Creek, California in July. Remove bug noises. I'll be curious to see if Qualcomm's also supposedly working with Google on a RISC-V or RISC-V-based uh, Snapdragon, which would be interesting. That's an open-source risk implementation. Isn't that cool? Um... So I think that's what's so unique about this moment that we are in the industry, because as I said, it changes. It changes how we think about the devices, the OS and the apps, and how do you actually uh, define as user experience. And what's cool about having the ability to run AI pervasively and all the time on the device, because the device brings course, something which is very Google's unique. Tensor G3 car, does. Your PC. It's what Apple's doing with its A17 chip. First. It's about you. So the experience is very personalized. It's about the so AI catch to up predict here. what you want uh, based on the knowledge it has on your data. It has privacy. It's how you think about uh, having the data with you that you want it to be uh, within your device or if within your digital space. It's about immediacy. Everything on the device has to be fast. Because you need to have that instant response and the reliability. And I think that's a really exciting time. As you, know, as you saw some of those examples, and there are many more, and we're going to show many more, but something as simple as texting with somebody, with the context that's available to you, you'll be able to, from that text, see what different apps or decisions that you're going to make and how that a system is always going to be available to you all the time and that's going to be how you're going to think about the user experience. Even the phone call 
Having a phone call, as you saw, can be summarized, and you take action from the phone call. It's going to be about photography. It's going to be about productivity, creation, and working across devices. So that's a very exciting time for the industry, and maybe that's the next smartphone and the next PC that you want it's to buy. It's already in the Apple so, smartphone and the Google no, smartphone. But, okay. What is, <laughs> like, what is the job that we have to do and we have been doing? In order to make that happen, you have to have the accelerated computing engines that are being designed uh, to run those models efficient on the device and run them all the time. So efficient AI model and this future of on-device AI requires a different kind of computing. And that's the computing uh, approach that we had always took with Snapdragon, our Terragenus computing platform that you have the best engine for the best workload. It's our CPU, Orion. Believe me, I have a lot to tell you about Orion today. Huh? It's our GPU, Adreno, and our NPU, Neuroprocessor Unit, which is the hexagon. And here's how you should think about that. Because our job is to make sure that your device, whether it's your next phone or your next AI PC, can have the ability to do this. So you should think about the CPU and GPU as general purpose computing devices. They are going to quickly run different models, different applications. And then the NPU, the role of the NPU is everything that you want it to run all the time. You want it to be running on the device and do it in a way that you have the performance for some of those use cases you've seen, but also without sacrificing your mobility and battery life. The good thing about a company like Qualcomm and the Snapdragon platform is, no matter how much the technology evolves, the constraints about all-day battery life, thermal, and, and form factor have never changed. And I think that's what the NPU can do, not only for... Most other Android manufacturers see, besides uh, Google are using Qualcomm phones, processors, including Samsung, which for years used its own Exynos everywhere but in the U.S. The S24, which comes out Q1 next year, will almost certainly use this new Snapdragon processor. I want to highlight some of the demos that we're going to show you. Uh, a couple things that you'll be able to see when you go to our demo session, you're going to see a 7 billion parameter model using Llama 2 running an on-device voice assistant in real time. Now, the one, the one I really am, I wanted to uh, tell you about it is stable diffusion. Yeah, if you they, remember back in, back in 2023, first quarter, Earlier first quarter we said, on the Gen 2. look at that. Yeah. We have 1 billion mo parameter model, stable diffusion, running on a smartphone and it takes 15 yeah, seconds for you to provide a, a text on an Apple phone as well to but create okay. an image but we said and consistent with with the conversation I had with you today those things are going to be part of your everyday photography you're going to you going or everyday creation of images you're going to create images you're going to share so we're going to show you that in our next uh, uh, a flagship Snapdragon device, it's running at sub one second. Actually, 0 0.6 now that's fast. second to be precise. AI and lag is a big issue. That's what we mean about having the performance to run those models on the device. We're also going to show another demo, which is how you expand the photo and have uh, a photo larger with uh, super resolution. Those are just some examples of many more. We have many more AI experiences to show you. They will touch many aspects of Gen AI, from text to speech to images to gaming, and all going to be running on device. And it's going to be your phone, your PC, 
your virtual reality device, and, uh, and in the future, also your car. And you can see there's a number of different things that we're going to show you. Uh, so stay tuned for even more uh, use cases and demos. What, how you should think about the evolution of this. Uh, and what we're very proud today is because of this capability we have developed on the platform, which I think surprised everybody. Everybody's taking Both a picture of that of the screen. Processing <laughs> capability of accelerating computer on AI on device, but also how to do it in a very efficient way on power consumption. Is that Snapdragon the is becoming the platform of choice for all of those models going is, on yeah. device. This is the list of some of the models that are now oh, natively running okay. on Snapdragon to enable developers to create those amazing experiences. You see multiple models now running from Microsoft. Uh, I have to say, this is AI. table stakes for a modern incredible. processor at this point. Leadership from Microsoft uh, Intel's in been a little laggard, but they have an, a, a neural processing engine in their new Android, uh, 14th generation and processors. And a number of other models from many partners, including many models from Obviously, Apple in China, does, Google does with the Tensor. With some of the new experiences very, very soon. What's most interesting is so getting these on PCs. It's a really exciting time for uh, the industry. It's an exciting time for the smartphone industry. It's an exciting time for the mobile computing industry. And, and Snapdragon is really focused on making that a reality uh, for our partners and for our community. What we do is incredible on device performance. They've done it's very well in the mobile market. It's in class, heterogeneous computing capabilities. They've very well in the, the automotive market. They open, haven't been able to crack the PC market. Open AI software to build a horizontal ecosystem. Then all of those models can coexist in a device and create new experiences across multiple ecosystems. And the ability to actually do that across devices in the cloud. And do all of that without compromising your battery life. So, one thing is for me to tell you what we're doing at Snapdragon. But I think you should really hear from our partners and some of the incredible things we're doing together. I want to so hear what one Microsoft of the says. Amazing partners that we have is Meta. It's a very special partner ah, for Qualcomm. This is for the Quest. And the partnership has been always centered on the goal of new experiences. You see what we're doing together in the field of virtual reality. Uh, mixed reality. It's funny they're showing a phone. When we really look at the <laughs> really? future spatial computing platform. But it's also extending now, as you would expect, to Gen AI. So I want you to listen to this, the Mark, a message from Mark to you for a Snapdragon Summit that tells a little bit of the incredible things uh, we're doing together. So please watch the, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, MetaQuest 3, their latest, uses a Snapdragon XR2 second-generation processor. It's great to join you today. Meta and Qualcomm have built a deep relationship over the years, and I'm really proud of what we've been able to do together. We introduced millions of people to virtual and augmented reality for the first time, and we worked together on the processor for last year's Quest Pro. And now we're bringing the next generation of mixed reality experiences to life with Quest 3, the first headset powered by the Snapdragon XR2 Gen 2 platform, which we collaborated on as part of our long-term partnership. Now, this is going to unlock much higher quality pass-through and deliver even better immersive experiences. And I know a lot of developers are really excited about what's possible with all the extra graphics headroom. 
I'm also excited about all the things that people are going to be able to do with our new smart glasses. We just launched the next generation of Ray-Ban Meta smart glasses built on the new Snapdragon AR1 Gen 1. They've been upgraded in basically every way with better video and photo capture, better audio quality, and live streaming and immersive video. They're also the first smart glasses to ship with Meta AI built in. And that means that you get the power of our state-of-the-art AI right there in your glasses. And this is something genuinely new for this form factor, and it's only going to get better. This is all possible because our teams have worked together to build these leading capabilities into our devices at a price point that's more accessible than anything else. And this is just the beginning. $300 We've also been working glasses, on optimizing Llama 2, our leading open source AI foundation model, to run directly on devices powered by Snapdragon. And this is going to open up a lot of new opportunities for developers, and it means people are going to be able to access state-of-the-art AI privately, reliably, and securely. With the scale and performance of Snapdragon and Meta's AI platforms, we have the opportunity to make the benefits of AI a lot more accessible. We're going to be able to deliver meaningful new experiences in the apps and devices that billions of people use every day. I am grateful to Qualcomm um, as a partner, and I hope that you all have a great Snapdragon Summit 2023. Okay, Mark, uh, that's good. Go have lunch. That's awesome, really. And I like to Mark thank has a Mark house in Maui. Time to share he could actually with have come. All of you. We're really <laughs> grateful of our partnership with Meta. Together, we're creating technology and products that are going to create tomorrow's more immersive and intelligent experience. So now, I talk a lot about what we're doing with Gen AI, but now we're going to go back, we're going to go to the second part of this uh, uh, presentation today. And I hope you are excited because we have something incredible to share. I want to go back to a product category that we've been talking about in. it, and it's been uh, undergoing an incredible change. And I'm imagining this is we're really be talking about redefining the, the personal computer experience. Yeah. PC is rapidly evolving. Snapdragon on uh, the Surface Pro X was awful, for unusable for productivity for entertainment. Recently, as as you all heard me talking in the past, it's now a communication device. One of the key use cases that we do with the PC is to communicate. And even how we think about communicating not only with family friends, but also how we communicate with each other uh, at work. It is demanding more and more performance and mobility. Those two things are, are the requirements of next generation PCs, and they're not changing. But also, it is being redefined entirely by AI and generative AI as we talk about it. Microsoft is redefining the entire experience of the PC with the Copilot. And to make all of this happen, the PC needs to go to the next level of processing capabilities, including its main processing engine, which is the CPU. They worked with... And that's... Qualcomm Microsoft did for the SQ1, which was their today. special PC-based Snapdragon. We came to Summit uh, last year, and we said, we are embarking on this journey to develop our new custom Orion CPU. And our goal, when we set ourselves to develop the CTU, is to set the bar for the industry and establish the performance leadership for Windows PC. 
we have delivered. And I have to tell you, we exceeded our own expectations. So, based on the announcement today, I'm very pleased to tell you that there is a new sheriff in town. The Orion CPU is the new leader on mobile computing, period. It's been designed. Well, it's easy to say. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm skeptical. This is their attempt to compete with Apple Silicon, of course. It's been designed by Qualcomm from the ground up with one thing in mind. Can we have unprecedented level of performance at extremely low power? That's what we do. And create Both NVIDIA and AMD are working on similar chips, but they're still behind. Intel way behind. That we, that we envision is going to be category. part of how our future, I think, experience, including of, of mobile computing. Windows on ARM runs better on so Apple, far better on incredible Apple. incredible journey. What I would like to do right now, please give a warm uh, round of applause for the leader that has designed the CPU with the incredible team. Gerard Williams. This is the, of course, the one of the Nuvia acquisitions. Give me a hug, Gerard. <laughs> he was a senior director uh, at Apple. Waiting, I think we've been and waiting did Apple for this Silica, moment, a lot of Apple uh, Silicon engineering. And uh, I'll tell you, and Gerard, of course, he was sued by Apple after he left and took a lot of people with him. Day and night, special in the past uh, couple months, people been born into midnight oil. And I'll tell you one thing about this. Usually in our history, developing chips and we're developing flagships every year, you do a lot of simulation work. And then when you actually get to your product, uh, you hope that your product is going to meet what you expected Qualcomm to see. Qualcomm bought in Nuvia in uh, January this 2001 for $1.4 billion. Everything we expected to do in the simulation. But of course, it's not always that the actual It was these guys, especially Gerard Williams, that uh, they the really simulation. bought. And Orion is faster than any mobile computing uh, competitor today. So I'd like to ask Gerard to tell you, Gerard, how was this journey of put, go forward and we're going to say, we're going to develop the CPU from ground up and we're just going to do the best thing for mobile computing, period. Tell about your experience doing this. Well, for, first of all, I want to say thank you to you, Cristiano. And, and, and you and the audience, all the partnership that's been uh, been here with us. When, when Nuvia was started, uh, they didn't even try to get into the desktop space. They wanted to do data centers and servers. What Cristiano said is true. But that it's interesting journey, that Qualcomm has re Although it was last year I was on stage, that journey was a four or five year journey to get here. So it, it took a lot of effort. Um, many, many people inside it's, of Qualcomm. Uh, it said that uh, he wanted to Apple to, to do servers, team. which is one of the reasons uh, he left to do team. Nuvia. And uh, the software organization, the exec team here supporting us um, and allowing us to make this happen. Um, it, was, it, was a, it, was, it was difficult, but what I can say in the end, we pulled it off, and Cristiano's going to show you some pretty amazing numbers. They made some promises last year. He was That's on stage awesome. last year with the same. Look, it's, what is, we'll what is fascinating, really, is this is our first one. Like, this, is our, this is our Gen 1 mm -hmm. of doing uh, this new CPU uh, for PCs. And it came out at the very first one, and it's just now the absolute leader. Mm. But that was the first one. Uh, We're not stopping here. So, Gerard, tell us what's uh, coming later, next. Really? So, yeah, that, that, that is actually something that we're going to save as a big surprise. But what I can tell you is we're going to improve power. We're going to improve performance. And there's going to be many CPUs to come after this first one that we launched today with you guys.
This is just phase one. Gerard, thank you so much for all that you have been doing. I thank for Qualcomm, for your team, for all of our partners and the consumers. This is great. We're completely humbled by what you guys have delivered. <laughs> thank Former you so chief much. architect at Apple, uh, very instrumental in the development of Apple Silicon, but uh, now at Qualcomm after uh, founding his own company, Nuvia, which Qualcomm acquired two years ago. All right, so this... This is the moment I want to get to because this is not just all talk. We have to prove it. And, uh, and that's what I want to show you right now next. And, uh, and it's going to be a journey of data that you're going to get. You're going to get some data now. You're going to get some data later in the presentation. We're going to go through a lot of details. Let's, we're going to uh, pause tomorrow. the tape briefly. But and really uh, I'm going to give you a little commercial for our sponsors here. And then we'll come yourself. right back. You're not going to miss a thing. Twit News is brought to you by our friends at IT Pro TV. No. Known as ACI Learning. Oh, the light bulb goes on. I see all those signs about ACI Learning around the studio. Yeah, these are studio sponsors, but you know them as IT Pro TV for many years. With an astounding 30% of IT Pro learners being MSPs, managed service providers, it's no wonder that IT Pro continues to be the preferred choice for training teams. Practice labs, fantastic. A great place for MSPs to test and experiment before deploying new apps or updates, all without compromising your live system. And IT Pro is completely customizable. You can assign episodes and courses to upskill your MSP team while tracking your training investment. You can manage seats. You can unassign and assign specific team members. You can access monthly usage reports and more. And with the new insights tool from ACI, you're going to be able to tell know which things your teams needs to learn which things would be redundant training so you're going to boost morale and fortify your business's future and keep your team happy with it pros courses upskill your team today by visiting go.acilearning.com slash twit you'll get up to 65 percent off an it pro enterprise solution to plan depending on the size of your team fill out the form and find out how much you could save go.acilearning.com slash twit we thank aci learning so much for their support. Now back to the show. Real silicon on, okay, we're on back. the laptop. So let's let's see this let's laptop. Tell you how we're doing? So it's the new CPU. Orion CPU exceeds the M2 Max. Oh, and that's the bars. Those are the bars you want to see. Single-threaded CPU performance. It's faster Max. than any leading ARM-compatible competitor in a single-threaded CPU performance. Take a photo. Take a photo. And of course, we're going to have to see this. I, I can't read the fine print from here. Whose benchmark is that? But. I'm sure you want to take the next photo, too. Yeah. If you want to match. Using less power. 30% less if power. If you want to match that performance. You know, this would be do great news for Microsoft and Windows Online. And frankly, I'd like to see it on Linux. I'm... I would love a Linux laptop that competed with Apple's uh, silicon. Okay, but if we say that is the new CPU leader for mobile computing, period, uh, I have to show you more. So, it's faster than leading x86 CPU. Now, this is, of course, where Apple has Single a little problem because CPU performance of the core they aren't, in fact, faster than Intel, except in power per watt. X, which is designed... For high-performance gaming. He uses device. a lot of juice. The i9 is up. Okay, get ready for the next photo. And a lot That's of fan. Be good. So how much less power? And if you want to match the performance. 70% less power. That's significant. He does a 70% less power. Now, if they can live up to these numbers, 
This is very good news indeed. But remember, a single-threaded performance. This is an incredible moment, not only for Snapdragon, not only for Qualcomm, also for the Windows ecosystem. And we are busy working with our partners to launch AI PCs powered by the CPU, and they're going to be incredible devices. Expect those mid-2024. But I need to ask you a question. Are you coming to Snapdragon Summit 2024? Are you going to be here with us in 2024? Sure, you fly me to Hawaii, I'll be there. Okay, so we're going to do the same thing again. Uh, and, but we're going to show how it's going to be doing it's versus the competing smartphones. Uh, and you're going to see the Orion makes it away into cars, into mixed reality, virtual reality, augmented reality devices, in addition to what it's going to do uh, on PCs. Now, as the first Orion is that there are in a Linux product, distros that would run on this, today for PCs, including I have presumably I Asahi Linux, which is written for Apple Silicon. To this incredible device, which is next generation PC, and I want you all to hear from an incredible strategic partner we've been collaborating on this journey. We have a long history of collaboration with Microsoft. We could not be more proud of this partnership, especially on the vision when we talk about. Uh, the role of AI on devices, the role of AI on its hybrid working devices in the cloud. We speak the same language, we see the same future, and we see how AI is changing the user experience of computing devices and allowing us to be more productive. And we've been busy on this task to help Microsoft deliver this incredible future with those experiences, not only to consumers, but for the enterprises and, and much more. So. I sat down with uh, Satya uh, Nadella from Microsoft, and we had that conversation, especially the role of AI in those devices. Microsoft really and wants I am this very to be to share true. That conversation with you. Let's watch. Satya, it's so great to have you involved with this year's Snapdragon Summit for Qualcomm. Look, uh, Qualcomm and Microsoft have a very long story of partnerships, but our joint activity that I'm really excited about it is AI. So my question to you is, from your perspective, what do you think Gen AI is going to enable? No, first of all, it's such a pleasure to be with you, Cristiano, at the Snapdragon Summit. I do feel that this this generation of AI, Gen AI, you know, has, I think, the potential to be, quite frankly, as big as, say, the mobile revolution that you were very much part of or the cloud revolution or, the, you know, the web and the PC. It's that class. And if I had to sort of say, why do I think so? I think fundamentally, Microsoft think about the dream of computing always uses was. the term Can NPU, neural processing unit, much more, and has spent a lot of energy with Copilot and others to, to use NPUs. Unfortunately, their their main processor supplier, Intel, doesn't have an NPU. Beyond that, that I think will fundamentally change what an operating system is, what a UI looks like, how things application interaction goes. So UI changes always are big, and this is a big UI change. The other one is we now have a new reasoning engine. Anytime you use something like GitHub Copilot, it gives you, oh, wow, this is a completely new thing to have an assistant that can no, reason about and help It does have a meteor like. So with these two things, which is I just feel now a coming out. engine and a new natural interface, pretty much all software categories can be changed. And the exciting thing for me is the system architecture underneath, the innovation that you're doing underneath is also changing. Now, you would expect a company like Qualcomm, we're laser focused and building 
the best possible platform to enable this technology on the devices at the edge. So when you think about Gen AI experiences on the edge devices, working together with the cloud, um, how do you think this is going to evolve? At the end of the day, we have these large foundational models that are showing unbelievable capability, emergent capability, scaling laws, and GPT-4. I mean, it was a real breakthrough. Emergent? So the interesting thing now is if I look at the innovation that's coming is on device, when you have are very powerful NPUs like the ones you're building. How do you compose an application that's built using both local compute and the Microsoft spent a lot of time talking about this actually together yet. to power, and that's Their sort of what event. we're enabling with our Windows uh, AI ecosystem in partnership with you. So I think that we are literally going to have lots and lots of applications which will have local models, will have hybrid models. Uh, And that, I think, is the future of AI going forward. Can you share a little bit of your vision of when we have all of this capability running on the PC, what is going to be the new window experience uh, and other devices touched by Microsoft? No, absolutely. And so in some sense, there is a new generation of AI PCs that I think are getting created. So the work we're doing together, you know, is sort of going to bring together these experiences that cannot be done uh, without sort of a new system architecture. You talked about how we're going to bring together the CPU and the NPU together to support these new experiences. And the marquee experience for us is going to be Copilot. And so when I think about Copilot, you know, perhaps the last time, you know, when Windows first came, you know, together, we had the start button. The Copilot is like the start button. Uh, it becomes the orchestrator of all your app if experiences. If you're interested so, in this, for example, I just go there and express Kevin Scott's my intent, uh, and talk. It, it either navigates at, me to uh, an application, or it brings the application to. The I think really did a great job. So of, it helps uh, me learn, query, create. Explaining uh, what Microsoft changes, I think, kind of uh, thinking on how this is. Satya, thank you so much for the partnership. As I said, we're incredibly proud, and let's continue to innovate Absolutely. together. Thank you so much, Christian. I'm really looking forward CEO to the Satya launch of all this stuff, and then yeah. seeing what. Really look forward to having Windows on ARM uh, run well, and also how, what ultimately users do with all of this innovation. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You're watching our live coverage of the Snapdragon Summit 2023. Of course, very interested in what Qualcomm is proposing. Isn't that awesome? With its newest Look, generation uh, of Snapdragon, really uh, Snapdragon processors, they're calling awesome, it the Orion partner. with a I mean, Y platform. Thank you, thank you, Satya, for taking the time of participating uh, in our event and sharing this conversation. Uh, we've been in a journey together from a number of years to get to this point today. And we're going to bring the power of advanced next-generation computing in AI to more people, transforming the AI experience. Now, I'm going to talk about, we're going to go to the next phase of our summit. We're going to talk about products and other details. I'd like a round of applause to welcome Alex Katuzin, SVP and GM of Mobile Computer and XR, my brother in arms of many years. Alex, please come to stage. The Snapdragon X Elite will have 12 Orion cores running at 3.8 gigahertz. Thank you, thank you, Cristiano. Adreno uh, GPUs at 4.6 teraflops. This is from Anand Tech. That's joining us. The Hexagon NPU at 46 tops. Is a huge leap forward for Qualcomm. And today, I'm so excited to show you the very first Snapdragon platform. 
to feature this revolutionary CPU. Let's take a look. It's a four nanometer. Create uh, the future PC. We'll be talking a lot about this tomorrow, of course, on Windows Weekly. Paul Thorat and Richard Campbell. But ultimately, it's gonna, it's, we're going to have to get our hands on this hardware to see if it lives up to its promise. There have been a lot of promises uh, for Windows on ARM and Snapdragon uh, processors. Promises uh, on which they have not really delivered. Uh, but that was a very impressive graphic. They can really outpace uh, the i9 and Apple Silicon at 70% lower power than the i9, 30% lower power than Apple Silicon. That would be impressive if they can live up to that. That's single-core performance. Note, they didn't talk about multi-core. Not sure why. If you're confused, the Snapdragon uh, is the system on a chip. The X Elite will be the new system on a chip, SOC. The CPU is Orion with a Y. So that's just part of it. There's also Adreno. Hexagon. Interestingly, no efficiency cores on the Snapdragon X Elite. Introducing Snapdragon X Elite. Our most powerful, most advanced, and most intelligent platform for the modern AI PC. Snapdragon X Elite is the result of a relentless pursuit to create the ultimate intelligent computing This will be replacing experience. the 8CX that they did uh, for The performance and efficiency of Snapdragon X Elite is unlike anything the industry has ever seen. And with its on-device AI capability, more cores and higher performing cores. A completely new era for the PC. We've redesigned Snapdragon X Elite with improvements extending across the CPU, GPU, and NPU. Let's get into the different components and see how heterogeneous computing allows them to work together to deliver the best performance and power, starting with the CPU. As you saw, at its peak, Orion outperforms every other laptop CPU in its class. Of course, when it comes to real-world, everyday usage, you need more than just peak performance. You also need efficiency. Earlier, you saw the Snapdragon X Elite single-threaded performance, but I also want to show you its multi-threaded capabilities. Okay, here we go. The Orion CPU subsystem delivers up to Boy, double an Apple, uh, the performance that's an Apple compared graph. to our competitors' most popular 10 <laughs> no, nothing and on the either access. laptop CPUs. <laughs> they say double the CPU performance is 68% less power. <laughs> Take another picture, yeah. <laughs> and it can show a lot of graphs. You've got to live up to it. 68% less power. But that's not the only way this new CPU is jumping ahead of the competition. Orion also beats the competitor's high-end 14-core laptop chip it to i7 in peak here. performance by 60%. And once again, <laughs> it's it a lot like Apple comparing its own Apple Silicon to its old Intel Max. Power. Yeah. That is okay. a massive performance per watt advantage. I'm sure you're also wondering how it compares to laptop chips outside of the Windows ecosystem. Oh, yes, I am. Actually. So let me show you. Orion delivers over 
peak multi-threaded performance than our competitor's laptop chip. Versus the M2. And for times when maximum performance is necessary, the Orion Dual Core Boost can ramp up two of its 12 high-performance cores so you can get ultra-fast responsiveness. Sounds like that's going to use more power. This is an incredible feature that you'll get an in-depth look at in tomorrow's technical keynote. So across multiple architectures, Snapdragon XLE outperforms the competition. Underscore the phrase thermal headroom permitting. This is great news for... The OEMs and the users. For users, you, when you no see burst like that. That means until it gets hot, and then and it's going to slow down. You get both. And for manufacturers, you can put Snapdragon X Elite into a wide range of PC designs and configurations, and you're going to see that we have the most efficient CPU those, in the industry. Those two cores can turbo up to 4.3 gigahertz. That's where you get that burst. Already made some big names in the PC world excited. Let's hear from Lenovo CEO. We all know him as YY. On what he believes this new level of performance can unlock for Lenovo PCs. Lenovo also makes ARM, Windows and ARM PCs, which also perform terribly. Congratulations from Lenovo on releasing the new Snapdragon computer platform. This creates the best-in-class AR-accelerated experience for mobile computing. With this platform, Qualcomm is also delivering a whole new level of powerful and it also uses a Windows DDR5 RAM, LPDDR5 RAM. Our consumers and the commercial customers, which means they're getting 136 gigabytes per second memory bandwidth, long battery life, and the on-device generative AI. Not the same kind of unified memory architecture experience. Apple supports that and achieve the highest productivity. Even more, Lenovo is thrilled to launch our AR-enabled smart devices in 2024, powered by Apple at its peak on the M2 gets to 800 gigabytes per second. As we speak, I'm hosting Lenovo's tech world in Austin, Texas, to showcase our shared vision of AR for all driving intelligent transformation. Together, but 136 Lenovo gigabytes and Qualcomm will bring uh, RAM throughput the next generation fairly of AI well experience with, uh, to our users low end of Apple's, uh, M2 through Lenovo devices powered The Pro gets 200 Snapdragon gigabytes per second, the 400 gigabytes for the Max, and Thank you. 800 for and the And uh, congratulations again. So the... the, the, the Unified memory architecture does give you better performance. It looks Thank like you, this. YY. Lenovo has been an amazing partner, and we're excited to see Snapdragon X Elite make its way into the next generation of Lenovo PCs. The step change in performance doesn't end with the CPU. Snapdragon X Elite also delivers best-in-class integrated graphics performance with incredible efficiency, thanks to the premium Adreno GPU. The whole point of an integrated GPU is to deliver that sweet spot of performance and efficiency. And that's exactly what Adreno does. Pictures. It does support DirectX 12. Compared to the most popular has ray tracing integrated GPU, running one of the leading 3D graphics benchmarks for PCs, Snapdragon X Elite delivers up to 2x the performance. And that at their probably peak performance, Intel Snapdragon Iris X Elite about. matches that at less... 74% quoting less an power. i7. 
Additionally, when compared to the leading performing x86 integrated GPU, Whoa, everybody's wowing at the, the Snapdragon 80%. X Lead delivers up to 80% faster performance. At 80% And when power. you look at power requirements, over the Snapdragon X Lead can match their highest performance GPUs, with 80% less power. Integrated GPUs. And this graphics performance isn't limited to a built-in display. It also supports multiple Ultra HD external monitors, graphics cards providing you with the ultimate workstation during the day and an immersive entertainment setup at night. With the all-new Qualcomm Orion CPU and improved Adreno GPU, when it comes to raw power, Snapdragon X Elite is the new standard for performance and efficiency for Windows PCs. Because we're now... At an inflection point, there's one area that the true Apple measure has been laggard in supporting multiple displays, supporting and three UHD or dual 5K displays ever. is good. But now, so that, that we're does adding a third dimension Apple's, uh, on device AI. Through R&D and the products we've brought to market, AI integrated into our platform is something we've been working on for more than a decade. And the results are clear. Today, with Snapdragon X Elite, our heterogeneous AI engine has a combined performance of 75 tops. That's 75 quadrillion operations a second. I know that wasn't for me. <laughs> Across NPU, CPU, and GPU. This is an amazing performance. Let me show you the progress we've made. We introduced our AI engine for on-device AI processing in 2017. And in just a few short years, with advances in our Hexagon MPU, new quantization techniques, our Qualcomm AI stack, and more, our ability to run generative AI on-device has skyrocketed. You can see here, just in the last six years, AI NPU performance has increased 100x on Snapdragon compute platforms. That jump in performance is exponential and puts computing on a new trajectory. Let me give you some more concrete numbers for context. The new Exelite Hexagon NPU performs at 45 tops for sustained use cases. That's more than four times the performance of our competitors' recently announced NPU. Of course, tops isn't the only way to quantify our on-device performance. There's also an AI model's accuracy and response time, as well as the speed for large language models that's measured with tokens per second. One of the demonstrations you'll see this week is an AI assistant running on Snapdragon X Elite laptop. It's running a 7 billion parameter Llama 2 model on-device at 30 tokens per second. Delivering responses quickly and accurately. It's interesting how the whole industry is building to for put that metric into context. This AI integration the into the operating system. Can read about two hundred to three hundred words per minute. Without, I think, yet a market for approximately five to seven tokens per second. They're presuming that you know, once we can do this, AI people will want it faster than you can read. So when you ask your digital assistant to help draft a note or an itinerary, you get a response almost instantly. We've achieved this level of performance thanks to the incredible advances in our AI stack. 
while optimizing and quantizing these huge generative models using techniques such as integer 16, 8, and 4 for greater power savings and a smaller memory footprint without compromising accuracy or performance. Our new compute platform is designed to handle larger, more complex models too. For example, running a generative model with over 13 billion parameters right on the device without requiring cloud resources. To give you an idea what this unlocks for users, AI can help draft entire emails, transcribe a meeting recording, or quickly workshop with text generation and image generation tools. Your personal digital assistant becomes indispensable. These are things that just a short while ago were only possible in the data center. Now, with Snapdragon X Elite, we're integrating that same level of functionality to your PC. Building on years of experience engineering heterogeneous architectures, making it the perfect solution for the modern AI PC. For large organizations, cloud computing costs can scale quickly. With modern AI PCs, the more processing you bring onto the Snapdragon devices, the more you save on cloud computing costs. We cannot wait for consumers and enterprise users to experience the power of on-device generative AI firsthand. And you won't have to wait long. We're already working with leading OEMs to bring this incredible platform to new generations of intelligent PCs. We are thrilled to have HP CEO Enrique Loras share his thoughts on what Snapdragon X Elite means for the future of their PCs. They're bringing in all the OEMs. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for the opportunity to give remarks yeah, we're at this make year's one Snapdragon Summit. I wanted to say a big congratulations on the launch of the Snapdragon X Elite. I have to tell you, I have never been more excited about PC innovation than I am The PC industry, as you might know, is dying. The age of AI. And this will <laughs> so they're very excited to get some new feature that they think might drive consumers back to buy new PCs. We're about to fundamentally change what a PC is and what it can do. The ability to run generative AI applications locally will enable more personalized experiences, improve latency, provide better security and privacy protections, and reduce costs. And all of this is good news for the customers we serve. And remember, Apple is, is going, going to, to get the uh, final word because they before. have announced an event, perhaps because of this, on Monday, in which I expect we will see as we similar claims made for the uh, new M3 processors. I am excited about the work we are doing together to create amazing new experiences. According to Thank uh, you again. Mashed Potato I in our Discord, the current M2 is 16 tops. 16 trillion operations a second compared to Qualcomm's claimed 45. Thank tops. you, Enrique. We can't wait for consumers to experience the power of Snapdragon X Elite on HP laptops. Now, there's another partner I want to bring to the stage. Like I said... There are a lot of people in the industry who are excited about Snapdragon X Elite. Before we find out who that process pro a partner, partner is, we're going to pause briefly for a quick word from our sponsor, ACI Learning. 
You're not going to miss anything, I promise. We, we pause the tape, but I did want to tell you about our friends at IT Pro TV who are bringing you this news coverage. Uh, they're now called ACI Learning. Oh, you know, 94% of CIOs and CISOs agree attracting and retaining talent is job one. Invest in your workforce. Keep their IT skills current with IT Pro from CompTIA, Cisco, and Microsoft to security and cloud fundamentals. Your team can master it all with IT Pro. Plus, check out ACI Learning's newest product, Cyber Skills, a training t- tool not just for your IT team, but for everybody in your organization. Cyber Skills is cybersecurity awareness training, and it's especially designed for non IT professionals because they are the front line, aren't they? You want to secure your business right at the where the rubber hits the road, where the where where the bad guys go. IT Pro and ACI Learning are with your team every step of the way. Visit go.acilearning.com slash twit. Twit listeners can receive up to 65% off an IT Pro enterprise solution plan. Discount will be based on the size of your team. Just fill out the form and find out. Thank you, ACI Learning, for sponsoring our coverage. Now, let's find out who that mystery guest is. On our journey All right, to create we pause the tape. Snapdragon let's find out who this partner AI is. PC. We're back. To talk about what Snapdragon X Elite means to this new era of intelligent computing experiences on Windows laptops, please welcome Pavan Davaluri, Corporate Vice President, Microsoft Windows and Devices. You know, it it would have been Panos Panay a few days ago, but uh, he's gone. So now it's uh, Pavan talking about Surface. Thank you for having me. I am thrilled to be here. Really glad that you could come to the summit, Bob, and really appreciate it. Absolutely. Microsoft and Qualcomm have a long history together, Alex, as you know, and that partnership has only gotten stronger over the years. To honor that, the team and I put a short video together. Awesome. Let's take a look. Microsoft's new chief product officer, replacing Panos Panay. And here we go. We're going to see some new Surfi. Surfasi. Microsoft really has been in the lead on integrating AI into the operating system with Copilot. This is, but they need the hardware. This is what they've been waiting for. I imagine they'll do some Meteor-like stuff. I don't think there's Meteor-like for laptops, though. So they're really counting on Qualcomm to deliver here. Pavan Davaluri has been with Microsoft since the beginning of his career. He graduated from the Indian Institute of Technology at Madras and then had achieved a Master of Science at the University of Maryland. Joined Microsoft in 2001 as a reliability oh, a component cool manager. Showing up there. Let's talk a little bit about that. And uh, maybe let's start with some of the co-engineering work up. we've done together recently. Absolutely. For sure. In the last year, we've been able to deliver some incredible experiences in partnership with Qualcomm on Windows 11 devices uh, built with a Snapdragon platform. Like the Surface Pro 9 5G uh, that we launched, in fact, last October... And that, to me, started our AI journey on device with the Windows Studio effects, if you remember, Alex. I remember that. It's a great point you bring up. 
As we look forward to future generations of the platform, Snapdragon X Elite and Windows 11 will deliver faster performance, better performance for sure, with emulation becoming Microsoft more efficient. Microsoft just announced new Surface yeah, devices. That's been a so huge goal for us. We're, we're talking about hardware that won't be out until mid next year. This will also create a great opportunity for developers in the community. Last year, we launched the Windows Dev Kit 2023. Yep. And this dev kit is everything you need that to build Windows apps on Snapdragon. That was an ARM. It's an all-in-one device, device. Uh, backed by some incredible developer tools like Visual Studio, .NET, Frameworks, VS Code, and even the Unity Engine all running natively on ARM. Yes. Yes. This has to on Windows, we now support the Onyx Run. Worry Intel course, a little bit here. Snapdragon Execution Provider, empowering developers to make native apps with great AI features. Yeah, de developers are critical to the ecosystem. It's great to see that momentum happening. This is just the beginning. We, the passionate response we're seeing from developers, we are confident the best apps on Windows and Snapdragon are yet to come. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just wanted to add that the peripherals and the software work that's being done, it's going really well on this new platform. All really great stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Can you tell us a little bit more about the impact of bringing it more right on this card. to the Windows ARM platform? Our engineering teams have been working to optimize performance Remember, and compatibility. He just of replaced Panos Panay. He's We're still got some work. The vast majority of top-tier applications will run natively or via seamless emulation efficiently and in a performant manner. Yeah. This collaboration has resulted in some amazing results for me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. More developers than ever before are building on Windows and Snapdragon. In fact, Microsoft's own productivity and creativity apps, uh, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Edge, Teams, OneDrive, OneNote, Outlook, are all native today. Yeah, Windows on ARM has proceeded very rapidly. We have, we have top-tier applications, just, native apps the hardware. across security, entertainment, communication, as Christiana talked about earlier, uh, creativity for sure, uh, tremendous momentum. It's really great to see the development of native apps on our platform. Really good. We're also scaling NPU-powered models uh, in our Windows AI library, like the Windows Studio effects, which come to life brilliantly on modern Windows 11 devices. We're getting some great traction with partners like Camo, Luminar Neo, and WhatsApp. All this work is critical to the new era of AI. Absolutely. For sure. And as Satya said, AI is changing the way we interact with technology. Just last month, we announced the Microsoft Copilot and some incredible AI features in the Windows 11 update, uh, which highlight generative AI capabilities even in inbox apps like Paint. Rick Emery is uh, telling us that the M2 Ultra the does 31.6 tops. Bringing this reasoning engine to M3, I would imagine. Users. That's amazing. Will also be Can you uh, touch faster. on why on-device AI is so important for user experiences? Alex, I would say it's all about the synergy between the cloud and the client. Uh, for us, powerful NPUs like the ones we're building will work well in the Windows 11 AI ecosystem that we are creating for developers to build and create what we think of as hybrid apps. Hybrid AI applications that take advantage of both local computing and Azure Compute. And these also take advantage of the investments we have in runtimes and tool chains, all happening on Onyx for us right now. Yeah. To me, this has many advantages. Uh, enhanced privacy, uh, cost savings, latency benefits yeah. like you, you yeah. shared earlier, performance optimization, and really this notion of extended personalization. Uh, in my mind, this will change the way we build AI experiences for the better. Awesome. In the 
you know, in, there's a lot of co-engineering work that we've done together. But lately in the news, there's a lot of talk about mixed reality. This is why Apple records its presentations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, last month, we showed Windows 365 in a new way, streaming securely on Windows, MetaQuest devi- Windows experiences on MetaQuest devices. Yeah. Cloud streaming brings the highest quality 3D streaming experiences on ultra-low power, really untethered devices. Because the industry has the been so laggard after uh, COVID, they've really gone full bore on AI and on XR devices, you know, allowing us applications to have cloud and hardware. Feel like local. Just like we're enabling it hasn't yet been demonstrated there's a market Windows for this. 11 PCs, Azure Remote Rendering enables hybrid compute today on mixed reality devices, seamlessly bending the cloud and the client. As we evolve this platform, it continues to change how people engage with mixed reality devices, driving some key improvements like more powerful uh, devices that are thinner and lighter at the end of the day, uh, better CPUs and GPUs that support remote rendering, uh, sharper displays for precision work, faster bandwidth, of course, the benefits of Wi-Fi 7. This space is so exciting. There's so much innovation happening every day. I don't think people are yet buying computers based on the number of, in terms of how we can push the neural engine the OS tops. It so it's perform. incredible what our teams have It's nice to have, together. I guess. What are you most excited about the work we're going to be doing together in the future? We are building Windows to be the destination for the best AI experiences. Moving forward, this will require an operating system that simply blurs the lines between the cloud and the edge. And using the right silicon at the right place is foundational for us. We've already seen this come to life on the co-pilot. And as we think about the future with these Windows devices, you will be able to personalize every interaction. The AI is going to be able to orchestrate across multiple apps, services, and devices, functioning as an agent in your life that can connect and keep context across entire workflows, in fact. You're watching our coverage of the Snapdragon Summit Keynote 2023 in Maui, Hawaii. And the debut of uh, Pavan Duraluri, the new chief of product at Microsoft, replacing Panos Panay. That's the first time I think we've seen him in public. It's going to be an incredible year for computing with the arrival of Snapdragon X Elite on Windows He didn't say he was pumped even once. Of course, there are many more X Elite advantages to talk about. Let's take a look at how this is the platform for smarter experiences on the PC. Here's Deb to tell you more. If you're tuning in for uh, security now, we will probably break away from this in the next 15 or 20 minutes. You might be thinking, wait, there are more amazing features? Yes, there are. In addition to processing power and on-device intelligence, I get to share another way Snapdragon X Elite is pushing the PC experience forward, and that's mobility. We ask a lot from our PCs. I mean, just look at everyone in the audience. You're all hard at work behind your PCs. This is where we get things done, collaborate with others, and unleash our creativity. Yet, when it comes to doing all of this on the go, there's this assumption the PC has reached its limit. The laptop's been around for just as long as a mobile phone. In a lot of ways, they grew up together. But when it comes to mobility, the smartphone has definitely set the pace of innovation. With this new future of productivity and mobility, we think 
it's finally time the PC gets its own brand of mobile innovation. It's time you brought the PC to the beach. Snapdragon X Elite is designed no. to push Don't, this category can I just say, forward. Do not bring your laptop to the beach, please. Imagine what you can do with your PC. Okay, let's start with connectivity, which we know connectivity hardware this, is uh, hard. SOC not supports Wi-Fi 7, which is not even out yet. On it's devices. in our DNA. And it is absolutely vital for the modern computing experience. With Snapdragon X Elite, there is no more messing with hotspots or apologizing for poor connections. You're getting the most advanced, lightning-fast 5G and Wi-Fi 7, so you can stay connected, productive, entertained while you're mobile. Mobility also means video calls, virtual collaborations. Zero to 11. So you can work and create from anywhere. Use the As old designations. The humble webcam has become one of the most important laptop components over the past few years. So why should it be so humble? Why? why? Snapdragon X Elite packs an 18-bit ISP <gasps> and captures 4,000 times more camera data than many entry-level DSLRs. By the way, note, then the, their lower Our third says shot on Snapdragon, so they're using cameras based on this whether you're hopping on a call desk side or poolside. And when you have some downtime, enjoy high fidelity, lossless music with your favorite Snapdragon sound powered headphones. Look, <laughs> One person. Security Woo! and privacy are absolutely <laughs> essential for mobility, which is why we've always been paramount with Snapdragon mobile compute platforms. And... Snapdragon X Elite is no exception. With enterprise-grade security that protects your PC from the chip to the cloud. It's also the first compute platform to have an always-sensing ISP right, that protects your privacy. If this keeps up for much longer, we are going to break away into security now. See your screen. <laughs> Best of all, Snapdragon X Elite parts. Making it the perfect choice for a broad range of form factors and keeping you on the move longer battery life. With game-changing performance, extended battery life, powerful generative AI capabilities, and support from our incredible ecosystem of partners, Snapdragon X Elite is going to transform the PC landscape. And as you just heard from many of our OEM partners, they're just as excited to bring you these amazing experiences as we are. Now, if you're curious to learn even more, tune in tomorrow for our technical keynote. Ah, where we're going to be diving into this powerful platform and experiences it will unlock. Now, it's time to talk about another category of mobility that is near and dear to our hearts. Smartphone. Let's welcome Alex back to the stage to tell us more about how Snapdragon will once again raise the bar for premium experiences. That's fairly lukewarm applause. I, I presume there are some Thanks, Deb. employees. For in the years, audience. Snapdragon has been the premium platform of choice for the very best Android smartphones. 
And we're proud to be powering the latest flagship devices from Samsung, Xiaomi, Oppo, Honor, Lenovo, and others. The reason they choose Snapdragon is simple. It powers extraordinary experiences that are smarter, more intuitive, and more engaging. As we enter a new era of AI-powered devices, we're unlocking new breakthrough experiences and features that will make Snapdragon the platform of choice for generative AI. As you saw with the PC, with on-device AI models, the smartphone is poised to become even more personal. It can become a true digital assistant thanks to the combination of conversational on-device personas and multimodal generative models that understand text, images, and voice inputs to provide you more meaningful responses and help you get things done. Your phone is going to go from the tech you rely on the most to your trusted companion across everything you do. AI is the future of the smartphone experience. And when it comes to mobile technology, it's what we've been building toward for over a decade. Among the first generative AI models you'll see running on Snapdragon will come from none other than Google. Over the past few months, researchers at Google have been working to take their massive next-generation large language models and distill them to fit on a mobile device. Soon, you'll be able to do more on-device with Google applications than ever before. So let's hear from Dave Burke, Vice President of Engineering on Android platforms for more. Vice what? Vice President? Okay, Dave. <laughs> you, you go, girl. Hello. Hello. I'm Dave Burke, VP of Engineering for Android at Google. Vice President. I'm sorry I can't be with you in Hawaii this week. But I am we know really Dave jealous. Burke. Of course, he's been on all about now, Android. Google and Qualcomm have a long history of working together Google to bring new experiences. Google is forced to use Qualcomm radio chips. Users. Because of Qualcomm Today, patents. I want to tell you how Google and we're happy not to use Snapdragon as our main processor. On-device generative AI experiences to Android. Oh, really? We're excited to partner with Qualcomm to run Google's state-of-the-art foundation models on Qualcomm's Hexagon MPU Just on Snapdragon on platforms. Yeah. This enables the acceleration of complex AI models on-device with both performance improvements and power savings. Edge computing is going to be key to unlocking the full creativity of Android developers and driving the best user experiences. On-device AI improves latency by removing round trips to the cloud servers, and it reduces power consumption and works with no network connectivity. It also enables novel AI experiences for privacy-sensitive use cases. Experiences like smart reply chips in keyboard based on the content of the screen, summarization of any app, we're getting a digest of a voice recording and much more. We're really excited about working with Qualcomm to bring on-device AI to the Android ecosystem. Uh, Dave needs some more books for his bookshelf, as Peace uh, Chops points out in our IRC. Thank you, Dave. And you wore the right color shirt. I can ask for more. It's exciting to see Google and Snapdragon Market coming likes, together uh, to provide generative AI likes these announcements for Android smartphones. Somewhat. And that future starts now with our next-generation Snapdragon mobile platform. Snapdragon 8 has continually set the bar for flagship smartphone experiences, 
Delivering unparalleled performance across power-efficient processing. I think this is where we're going to uh, break away. Uh, we do and ultra-fast and reliable encourage you, if you want to know more, to continue as to watch. Well this is being streamed on YouTube and elsewhere, and of course, at Qualcomm's website. Uh, but I think at this point, uh, we've heard the things we wanted to hear, which is what is the PC uh, piece of the equation. There may be a little later on, I wonder if they'll talk a little bit about uh, extended reality or mixed reality. Um, because that is also going to be important to Qualcomm, but uh, phone-wise, I think we can we can skip that uh, that part because we've got to get ready for security now. You've been watching our live coverage of the Snapdragon Summit keynote, in which uh, Qualcomm announced in a very big announcement uh, the new uh, not nothing too surprising, but the new uh, Snapdragon X Elite processor and its Orion CPU, claiming. A performance better than Apple's M2 processor, uh, better than the top-of-the-line uh, Intel i9 processor, uh, up to twice as fast CPU, uh, twice as fast GPU, with uh, 4.6 teraflops of performance, 12-core uh, uh, processor, 136 gigabytes per second memory bandwidth on an LPDDR5 LPDDR, uh, uh, memory. And a very fast uh, 30 uh, tops um, AI generator, AI engine. All of this we expected, to be honest, and it's good, proof's going to be in the pudding. It's certainly stuff Microsoft was looking for for its Windows on ARM, which has really been laggard. Uh, it's a, as far as I can tell, running Windows on ARM on Apple Silicon, which it, it does run in emulation quite well. Uh, it's it's almost ready for the public, but it needed the hardware. And uh, the Surface uh, computers running Qualcomm just weren't up to snuff. Maybe by next this time next year they will be. And that's really what we're looking for sometime around middle 2024 for these releases. I want to thank our uh, sponsors uh, for making this possible. Twit News is brought to you by our great friends at IT Pro TV, uh, now called ACI Learning. We are very pleased uh, that uh, they've sponsored the studio and uh, sponsored our shows and especially our live news coverage. We will have more live news coverage this year. I thought we might be done for the year, but Monday at 5 o'clock, Apple, in effect, responds. They will have their M3, we believe, M3 announcement. Scary fast is how Apple uh, uh, captioned the, the image they sent to journalists this morning. So there will be an Apple M3 event, we think, scary fast event, we know, uh, this Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific. We'll cover that live. We also are going to cover the open AI keynote because, obviously, as you can see from this, AI is absolutely important to the industry going forward. I'm still a little skeptical on the use of AI in my day-to-day -day life, but perhaps, perhaps with the improved hardware, we'll, we'll find new uses for it. Uh, so we'll be covering that. And I think there is a, is there another event? I feel like there's another event that we're, we're looking at covering as well. So at least two more, maybe three more events before the end of the year. And uh, thanks to ACI Learning, we'll be able to cover those. Thank you for joining me. Uh, we'll see you next time. Stay tuned if you're watching live. Security Now is coming up next. Bye-bye. Oh, hey, that's a really nice iPhone you have there. You totally picked the right color. 
Hey, since you do use an iPhone and maybe use an iPad or an Apple Watch or an Apple TV, well, you should check out iOS Today. It's a show that I, Micah Sargent, and my co-host Rosemary Orchard host every Tuesday right here on the Twit Network. It covers all things iOS, tvOS, HomePod OS, watchOS, iPadOS. It's all the OSs that Apple has on offer. And we love to give you tips and tricks about making the most of those devices, checking out great apps and services, and answering your tech questions. I hope you check it out.